Yo, and welcome back to another episode of Yaktu Save. I'm Ross Van Ryan. And this is Rico. Alright. And today we're going to talk about some stuff. Hope everybody's doing well. And uh, how about them finals? The Raptors finally did it, Rico. Can you believe that? <laughs> That's crazy. So the team left the East. They were let out of Jurassic Park to be actual, oh, well, you know, and that Spur guy had to go over there <laughs> for them to actually make it to the final. So, shout out to number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> if, he win, if, if he wins this title, that will make it so much more easier for him to be like, all right, Toronto. <laughs> I guess you'll title Toronto later to the beach. <laughs> the actual beach. <laughs> what do you think about the finals matchup between the Raptors and the Warrior Warriors? It's gonna be good. It's gonna be a good thing. Ooh, what do you think? Is gonna go? Is it gonna go? How 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 many games and who you got? Probably gonna be uh, if AD comes back, I think it's probably gonna be like uh, four. Yeah, he's not supposed to. KD's not supposed to be there for the start of the finals. KD's gonna what? He's not supposed to be there for the start of the finals. Boogie, uh, might, Boogie might be there, but I know for sure they said Kevin Durant's not gonna be back for. The first game or two of the finals at that. Yeah. Uh, but he's going to be a big, big help against, uh, Mark Russell, but I think Mark can lock that dude down and make him not be anything. Yeah, and I think Mark is probably having a lot of rust. Even though it's been what probably two months since he's played because he got hurt in the first round, right? I think. Yeah. So hey, we'll see. So you got to, so if KD's not there for the first two games, uh, what you got? Uh, Warriors and what? I already know you're picking the Warriors. <laughs> if KD's not there, probably Warriors and six. But if KD's there, it's a sort. Is this going to be a sweep? Yep. But remember the the one time when number two faced that team. I, I'm a, I, that's what I think about. Just say Raptors. I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say Raptors. I'm believing in the lie. Raptors and I'm gonna say Raptors in seven. It's going to be, like, some epic stuff right here. Especially because I don't believe KD coming back during the finals. I don't. I don't think he is. Because that injury is more than what they're letting it on to be just so they can have the other team prepare for KD to be there and KD not be there. You get me? Yeah. So, all right. But that's not, So, okay, so you said Warriors in five or sweep. I'm saying Raptors in seven. So, oh, wait. Now I'm going to say seven. I'm going to say Raptors in 
Shoot, shoot. No. <laughs> yeah, because Jake. All right, anyways. <laughs> All right, so. Ready to get into the. Huh? That's one of the reasons I think they're going to lose. Because of Jake. Hey, he right. me to shut the hell up. Hey, he, he, got into, he, got, up. he got into booted hosers head through them all off their game. <laughs> Steve Curry ain't that booting hosers. No, fucking so. Real quick before we go on to the next part, I really feel while we're talking about this that the Bucks should not worry about Drake. If you think about it, there's people that do that at every game. It's just that this is Drake. And he's from, he's a Toronto Raptor. Might as well have his own, I think he has his own locker room. <laughs> he, only, he has his own locker in the locker room. You know, so it's like, I think I heard Jalen saying best is like, the fans pay to be here. They pay to do this. You know what I mean? Now, if if he would have touched my buttonholzer, I would get it. Like, of course not. You should never touch a coach, this, this, that, and the other. But he gave the Toronto head coach a back road, and the world lost its mind. <laughs> well, not the world. Milwaukee lost their mind. <laughs> and it threw them completely off their game and better luck next year, you know? So uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. But I know that's not going to affect the, rap, the, the Warriors for sure. Because they're, you know, they're more professional about that. They're rock stars anyway. So, that ain't going to work in the Bay. And I hope I hope Drake is looking over his shoulder if he's thinking about doing that in the Bay. <laughs> and then, you know what's funny? Uh, I heard uh, Drake has a tattoo of both uh, Kevin Durant and and Steph Curry in his, in his like, Forearm or something like that. Yes, I think it's like right under his bicep. I, I saw the picture. It has the number the number thirty and the number thirty five. Yeah, but you know nowadays, funny. but you know nowadays nothing is permanent. So he could be like, you know what? I'm gonna put two right here and remove these. <laughs> you know. But all right, so sure, but but, but uh. He could say he's all about uh fucking uh Toronto a lot, but who you got tattooed? Like I said, is that tattoo even still there? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. All right. So the question today is to trade or not to trade. But first, we're gonna go into the draft picks themselves. So you ready to get into this, Rico? Let's do this. All right. And we're back. So we want to talk about the draft. Uh, we're not going to do the whole 30 picks in the first round, but we want to try to do it in the top five picks. Since the Laker pick is the fourth pick. Uh, the next pick is the fifth pick, and the other teams before. Oh, no, no. The next pick is the third pick. My mistake. Yeah. Uh, so, in your opinion, who do you think is going to go top with those top five picks? 
Uh, in my opinion, I feel like, of course, Zion is going to go to the Pelicans regardless, whether he wants to or not. I don't think he's that type of guy that complain about it, but I know for sure New Orleans would be dumb not to pick Zion, even though they have Anthony Davis in-house, but, you know, he's gone. <laughs> but, yeah, I have Zion going one to the Memphis Grizzlies. I'm going to say, of course, John Morant. Because it looks like they're going to be moving off with Mike Conley, you know, and that contract definitely, if they can. If not, they have somebody that can teach John Morant the ropes. Um, third to the Knicks, I'm going to say RJ, because it's RJ. <laughs> and he would fit perfectly with that New York City mentality and ready to come in, ready to go for them. And I know they, they wouldn't pass up on RJ. And. Fourth or fifth, that's where it kind of gets, like, iffy because, you know, in my eyes, I, I see there's a fall-off. There's a wide consensus that this is a top three heavy draft, but, you know, things change. Kawhi Leonard was 15. Giannis was 15. Seth Curry was, not Seth, Steph was, what, seventh? And Damian was sixth in their respective years of their draft. But in that slot, I would say either Cam Reddish, Jared, what's name? Jared Culver and Darius Garland and DeAndre Hunter can go either fourth or fifth. It's kind of like a toss up between those spots between the Los Angeles Lakers and the Cleveland Cavaliers, who are fifth. Um, but in my opinion, I feel like the Lakers, with the fit they have, should pick. Ooh, this is hard. Um. I'm going to go with Jerry Kohler. I know his jump shot is iffy. He, he's still working on the range. He has it, but it's not like as consistent as you want it to be. But he is a two-guard. He's a shooting guard. I think he's about 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. And he plays really good defense. And defense is the word that we just need for this upcoming team is Something that we we are definitely desperate for on this team is good defensive players that know that basically don't have any motor issues and just go on on the offensive side or and on the defensive side. So I would say it would be Jared Culver would be my number four pick, and for Cleveland, I would say they probably choose DeAndre Hunter. Because they already have a point guard, so I don't see Darius Garland being very appealing to them. So, Zion, Ja, RJ, Jared Culver, which would kind of be a shock to most people, and then DeAndre Hunter. That's my five. What you got, Rico? You know what? I have something somewhat similar to you. Uh, this is because I had RJ going two and uh, Morant going three. Wow. The reason that I had that going is because uh, RJ looked like Zion looks like he's going to be a good player, but it's still a prospect and we don't know what he's going to develop to. And I think he was, uh, RJ was overshadowed by Zion. If Zion wouldn't have been there, possibly this dude could have probably been a top. But he could have probably been the first pick. Because of the way he plays, the way he scores, 
uh, Memphis, I see what you're saying, and Morant, and with Mike Conley. Uh, basically, they're trying to replace that dude, but we still have Mike Conley for, like, what, a year? I think this next year is probably going to be his last year on that contract. Mm-hmm. We still have a good point guard at that position. Why not get a, a small forward that is uh, scoring, could handle the ball? And for the Knicks, well, I think they're going to mess up this pick again. <laughs> they might end up going with uh, Moran, but... Uh, Look at what they did with Krista. True. They get good players and always just end up, end up uh, sending them to somewhere else and then they become good players somewhere else. So we'll see what happens with that next pick. But basically, I have no five picks you mentioned. Just have that two different slots. <laughs> Instead of going uh, Morant and RJ, I had them. RJ and Morat. And like you said, with our pick, we need decent. So that beat is a great, great pick for, uh, to have as defense and scoring. But, uh, what do you think we should, uh, I don't know if this is, this would be the next segment, but should we trade or keep that pick? Well, in my opinion, I would say first thing you should do is see what's... I think you're going to have to... I think my answer is going to be kind of tricky. I think you're going to have to make the pick on the 20th. You're going to have to pick somebody. And then after that, you're going to have to go into free agency and really give it the old-fashioned try and based on if you whiff, you know, if you don't come up with anything, then possibly think about trading the pick on that uh, circumstance. So kind of yes, yeah, like kind of yes and no, because if you can find um, a free agent to come in and sign on the dotted line, you could just keep these assets. You know what I mean? But if you don't, get uh, the Kawhi, a Jimmy Butler, anybody on that list, you should look into training. And I, I think that's where I understand on that. What about you? Yeah, I think you're right. It would probably be better in training. I would say actually package a package and go try to get someone before the draft. Because once you get someone after the draft and you mainly try to trade the pick, I'm not saying it loses value, but I would I would say it, it's better to trade the pick as the pick and not as a, uh, uh, this is so-and-so player, we're going to trade it to you. So you could have a little more value and you could do whatever you want with the pick. Here's the pick. You choose your prospect and who you want to pick. Uh, before free agency. So if we do that before free agency, we could get someone and we, if we're gonna go for, to go get a top free agent, we could be like, oh, look. The bank could be like, oh, look, we just got this dude over here. We still have these assets. 
that are good assets here, that are young assets, and we could add new, and we could boost what we already have. Because we didn't uh, do as good as we thought last year, essentially because of injuries. Mm-hmm. And I think we could have been easily in the playoffs, a top, top at least four or fifth seed. If LeBron wouldn't have gotten down, if Lonzo wouldn't have gotten down, we wouldn't have this year. So we didn't, we weren't able to play it out nice. So, uh, yeah, that's my opinion on that. Cool, cool. Um, the only thing I would uh, like to say to that is you also have to think about the money that you bring in back. Because if, if like, because my, my intentions would, would be to trade for Bradley Bill. Because Bradley Bill is just sitting on that island in Washington with all his skill and ability that would sit perfectly next to LeBron and Lonzo. But his contract. Hey, but that, this is what I would say. If you could get Bradley Beal and have to give, because I heard of that trade, Washington wants Lonzo and the pick. And I think that's too much for Bradley Beal. Yeah. So mm-hmm. would you be, would you want to give up those assets to get Bradley Beal? Or would you rather want to sign someone like Jimmy Butler and not have to give up those assets? See, that's what I'm saying. That would be, that's what I would prefer to do is to look into free agency first, then make the trade. Because one thing that you can't do, I know that before you make the pick, it could be beneficial to trade the pick before. So you can let that team make the actual pick. But you can also keep them. Um, post on the on the draft and how everybody's doing at their workouts and see what team likes who. And of course, the teams are going to be talking about potential trades. And I think this has happened like in last year's trade, like with Luka Doncic and uh, Trey, and I think there were some other trades too that were like basically, we'll make this pick for you. Then after um, free agency, we'll make the trade official. You get me? Like so. Let's say we know Washington wants DeAndre Hunter, right? So the Lakers will go ahead and select DeAndre Hunter. And then as the time unfolds, a bunch of different moves have to come through in order for that trade to be, uh, for that trade to be finalized or approved. Do you get me? So you basically just call the team, you just call the team and be like, okay, well, if we're going to do this trade, who do you want? And be like, all right, I want this person. So then you go ahead and pick that person. You get me? The thing is, for for Bill, they they wanted it all too much. Well, yeah, talking about for Bill. Yeah, for Bill. If you wanted to, if you wanted to trade for anybody, I'm saying for that matter. Yeah. So that's why I would try to package the deal, try to package something, and go for go for like Anthony Davis. Oh. So, <laughs> so, uh, New Orleans could take whoever they want with the first pick and pack into the NFC of the World Series. You saw him up there. Yes, I did. He did the game, and I think his contract's like around 20. Around 20. Hey, Rico, 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 you're sounding muffled a little bit. Oh. 
Sorry, can you hear me? Technical difficulties? Yeah, I can hear you clear. <laughs> so, yeah, I think we should package that, get someone like uh, AD, and then be able to lure another free agent superstar to come over here. And you still have the cap flexibility if you give up one or two of the young assets that we have and the pick that will make some space for still being able to get some, uh, like, a uh, uh, big three. It's possible. I don't know how the money would work out. Probably do some little research for next episode of that because I forget, I forget how much is on Anthony Davis's deal and how much that would leave us left with. You know, because we have enough cap space right now for one max player. You get me? So if we got to take money back from somebody, it's going to be hard to squeeze another person in. But, hey, we'll see. We'll see. So that I think that naturally leads us into our next part, which is going to be who do you want from the free agent market? Or who would you want the Lakers to pursue on the free agent market? All right, and we're back again. <laughs> um, so now we're going to talk about free agency and what's on our free agency wish list of possibilities. Mostly realistic, not just dreams like Kevin Durant, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> something realistic. Um, who do you want on your wish list, Rico? I mean, if I could have a choice, I'd say. Try to go get uh, Kawhi Leonard. Now, it all depends on what he does in the finals. He might end up staying staying in Toronto if, if they beat the, the Golden State Warriors, but crazy. nah, that's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> that's what everybody was saying when they were down 2 low. Like, oh, well, Raptors ain't making it. Typical Raptors. <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, the Clippers look like the. Oh, I'm sorry. The Flippers look like uh, they're they got a good off good for an office. They might end up making a run to go get uh, Kawhi Leonard. So we don't know what's going on right there. But realistically, I think we have a chance to get Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. I think he would fit perfect with the team. I think you go out and get Jimmy Butler. Put him at the two. That's what we need. A uh, shooting guard. Mm-hmm. A reliable shooting guard. There you that, go. Amen. Praise be. Go ahead. Right? That's, <laughs> that's two-way. He can play as much offense as he can defense. And that's what we need. Like you are saying earlier, we need defense. So if we could somehow get that dude in a free agency and package the pick one of the young players and go get someone else as well, that would be awesome. And I think that's possible. Uh, I don't think that would put us over the mountain to to be, to like win, mm-hmm. but it brings a, it would bring us back to being relevant. Uh, now, if you get that if you get Jimmy Butler, package the pick, get someone with the pick, 
possibly, let's say, AD, for some reason, RJ uh, falls to the fourth. We could get RJ with that fourth pick package. That that dude with one of the other uh, young players we have, get AD, and then try to make a run and go get Brooke Lopez. We signed JaVale McGee. Probably bring back Tyson Chandler. And if we could have a core of LaFlop, La uh, Jimmy Butler, and AB with good players like Brooke Lopez alongside, try to go see if we could get someone like a, a, a backup shooting guard, Bellinelli. Like you said, Corver, but these, these, they're not as good as they were, but get, get shooters to be around that core. I think we could make noise and we could possibly, uh, no, not possibly. We could definitely beat Golden State, which is going to be weaker because he might not have, a uh, Kevin Durant no more. So it, it all, it all, it all starts with the draft. What happens in it? What player we could get? And after that free agency, what do you think realistically? Not with the fan eyes that sometimes we, we both, we, including me, we both look at how we could get this or that. Who do you think realistically we could get? Alright. So first I'd like to commend your, your, what you said. Um, that, that would be a lot of money. <laughs> For what you said, but I think that's a great idea. Um, but realistically, in my opinion, first, I would like to say I really think everything hinges on KD, not even the draft. I think whether KD leaves Golden State, tells teams, if he leaves Golden State and tells team, all right, we're back in it, we have a chance, we should sell it all. You know what I mean? We should go all in because now it's open. You get me? But uh-huh. if KD stays with Golden State, I think I'd be like, all right, you know what? Let me get this draft pick and cultivate this, you know, which is wave goodbye to LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> and batten down the hatches to live out this dynasty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but, okay, but after free agency, I would want pretty much what you said. I would I wouldn't even go to Kawhi. Well, I would have to try Kawhi. I gotta try. Hey Kawhi, Lakers, you wanna talk? <laughs> I was gonna bring up um there was a video I think of his mom on Instagram Live. I didn't yeah. see that but I heard about that. Yeah. And his uncle was in the background and said, You still leaving anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and if that's true if he really does leave and we look back at that Instagram video and be like wow poor Toronto but he gave you guys a finals appearance so he did more, I hate to say it I hate to say it but did more than DeMar DeRozan did right <laughs> it's my son but it's true you see Kyle Lowry up there sitting next to Kawhi like hey best friend this is my new best friend Right. Oh, <laughs> um, 
A finals, that's what I'm saying. Finals. We the king in the east. We're the kings of the east. <laughs> Me too, Kawhi, right? Me too. <laughs> um, real quick, Kawhi, um, Kyle Lowry did come up clutch. He did come up clutch in that game. But anyway, if, uh, <laughs> if Kawhi turns us down, which I see happening, but hey, who knows? Because he will fit perfect with LeBron. And Kawhi don't like doing that much. LeBron don't like doing that much, so they can take turns. You know what I mean? If you would, if we before you, if we uh, if we were to get Kawhi, would you play that dude as a two, or would you play him as a three and move LeBron to the four? Three to that Kawhi would be the three, and then LeBron would be the four in the low block. Just keep him over the low block or over to the corner and have him uh, like bench around to just the mid range. Ooh, and just make him focus on that and rebounds, bruh. Bruh. <laughs> I think that would be awesome. But you know, that's 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 borderline fantasy, but it is possible. It is possible. So um but let's say Kawhi says no. I'm throwing everything at Jimmy Butler. I don't even want to talk to Kyrie. Kyrie, you had your chance. You left. Go away. Jimmy Jimmy Butler and what he's done since he left the Chicago Bulls, if you think about it, he helped make Minnesota look like a contender, look like a contender. And he was putting up over there. But, of course, he had to mess with Carl Anthony Towns' girlfriend, and the rest is history. Oh. <laughs> but even just making the trade to Philadelphia and him just spitting there, He's just fitting. It's not like, and there's a stigma that Jimmy Butler is a bad locker room guy. No. The locker room respects Jimmy Butler. They see his heart. They see how much he wants to win. That's what the locker room is saying about him. Media people say it otherwise, but other than Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins, the the, the emotional two in Minnesota, He's worked great over in Philadelphia, and you ain't heard nothing about it. And but nothing but good things, and seeing good things. He is single-handedly the third option over there. He shouldn't be, but he is, and he made it work, and took them to the second round in the Eastern Conference Finals. You know what I mean? And I feel like he fit perfect, and that he, he like he can just he's just a, a click and drop player. He'll fit and work and put that next to LeBron James. We, we can sign Derrick Rose or something too. I don't care. We'll make this Chicago, Cleveland, Los Angeles. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I feel like Jimmy Butler, that is somebody we should really make a hard run at. But I think this will lead me to the second part of this same conversation is I want the Lakers to stay far away from Kyrie Irving. Far. Very far. <laughs> what do you think about that? I think he's been but they've been talking about uh possibly Brooklyn getting that dude so it looks like he's losing interest in the Lakers which in a way I'm like, yeah, that's cool. The only positive thing about him coming over here is that he knows his role with LeBron. He knows what to do. Mm-hmm. It's not about, uh, let's see, 
the first couple months, see how it adjusts. It's like, nah, he already knows what he, who he is and what he is good at with LeBron. So they had that chemistry already. But yeah, I don't, I don't want that dude over here. Yeah, especially he, since we have Lonzo already, we got a, a good point guard. Uh, yeah, if he wouldn't have had Lonzo, then I would say, okay, yeah, bring that dude over here, put him at the point guard. But we don't need that dude. We need defense, and Jimmy Butler has that defense. Yeah, man, I really feel like. Kyrie was in Cleveland for how many years before LeBron came? Was it like, like 2012? Yeah, so it was like, he came in. So about two two good years. Probably, probably a little, I think it was like, feels like more than two years, but let's say 2012. So I mean, LeBron didn't make his return until 2014, right? Or was it 2015? You know what? No, I think he got drafted in 2011. Mm-hmm. And then he came, uh, LeBron came back in 2015 because, uh, this Kyrie had just signed his, his, uh, his contract for this one that he's on right now. Mm-hmm. And that shit, uh, so that means he had the four, four years as a rook on that rookie contract. Yeah. So that maps it out to 2015. So yeah. Thank you with that amazing analytics there, Rico. <laughs> but yeah, so he had that many years, and I don't recall Cleveland ever making it out of the lottery in those years. Yeah, they got uh, Anthony Bennett. That was a bust. The bust. And then they got uh, worse than Kwame Brown. Oh, wow. And... uh Andrew Wiggins the year after, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then uh, Dion Waiters wasn't he like top five? I think. Yeah, I think he was third. I think he was like I remember yeah, so. three. That's why his number was three as well. But yeah, yeah, so yeah, you're right. It was all it was all high picks, so that means they stuck exactly. And then you, LeBron comes back <clears throat> as a charity to you in Cleveland, and now. Because LeBron makes everything around him look better, including yourself, Mr. Irving. Now you feel all high on your own, on your own poo-poo. <laughs> I want to be Kobe Bryant. I have a championship. I want to go to Boston. <laughs> I feel I can make that team a contender, put it over the hump, and look where that left you. <laughs> In the second round. <laughs> And look at exactly how you did before you played with LeBron James. With a better, with a better cast around you, and the cast around you didn't like you. And I don't need that in our locker room. Not in our locker Please, just go to Brooklyn. You, it's close. Go there or New York. Hey, New York's perfect for you because you just like Melo a little bit. So. <laughs> Go over there playing the garden, have the stage. All yours, buddy. We'll see you twice a year. Hey, that'd be nice if he goes to uh, New York, him and KD. It gives me a reason to drive, to uh, go up there to the garden and see those games. So, yeah. Yeah, out in New York. Give give those people something to see. Because you know what? I feel bad that they didn't get Zion. I really did. Poor Nick. They should have. 
Poor Knicks fans, bro. They shut up. Like, and it's so crazy right now. Knicks fans are looking at us wild. Nah, y'all still the worst. Don't, don't yeah. let this, just because we have the worst record don't mean we that bad off. Y'all bad off. <laughs> yeah. But on that note, oh, go ahead. What were you going to say? They should have. It should have been 1985 when they got uh, Patrick Ewing mm-hmm. with that whole conspiracy. That's what should have happened. But yeah, the basketball gods were like, no, 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 not so fast. Adam Silver tumble on him, right? Adam Silver went up for the block and nailed it. Like tanking is dead. Just the need to. What do you think about right. speaking of tanking? What do you think about that new draft thingy? Or just because you have the worst record doesn't mean that you're going to get a top pick. What do you, what's your opinion on that? I love it. Because it made us go from 11 to 4 and Boston is at 13. So I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Adam Silver, because that's going to make teams try hard the whole year. Right? They come in the building and you know you're going to lose. You know, because you're trying to get Zion at the end of the year. So, and you did Exactly. Sharif isn't in this draft class, right? I don't think he's... We would have heard about Sharif if he was in the draft, right? We what? I didn't hear you. We would hear about if Sharif O'Neal was in the draft, right? I don't think... Nah, he's not in this one. Yeah. He's probably going to be in, if not the next one, the one after that. Oh, boy, I don't want to get that. I think he's going to be in the one where... Uh, I think if it's next year, the year after that, that's a draft where they're going to allow high school players to come in. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I think he's going to be in that one. And that's going to be like Bronny and all the – well, Bronny is, what, 10th grade? Well, no. There, there's still some more years for those. Dudes. I think Bronny's like in ninth grade or eighth grade. Oh, yeah, so he just started high school. Five, that's the big reason why he must be here is because of his school. So, yeah. Yeah. So, um, But I hear you on the Sharif. Mm-hmm. Sharif thing because he looks like he 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 reminds me sometimes that I see him of like a young Shaq, but with the magic Shaq, but with that he was like running with the ball all the way from one side of the court to the other side and have them uh, like handles and uh, ball control. Mm -hmm. He looks something like that, but Shaq. But that so I think he's going to be a really good player. So yeah, I hear you on. They they should rig the draft so we could get that dude. Yeah, but all right, man. I think that's gonna do it for us here today on this episode. Um, we don't know quite yet what we're gonna do for the next one, but hey, we're gonna give you another one. Wait for it. Just wait for it. <laughs> we'll do one before the draft, and then probably after the draft too. So definitely you, before the draft. You heard, man. You heard, Mister Swag. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, um again thanks for hanging out and again this is uh Yatusabe. Yatusabe. <laughs> Have a good one guys.